Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Paulo Costa, who is coming off a win this past weekend against former UFC middleweight champion Luke Rockhold. And many anticipated this fight to be one-sided in favor for Paulo. And honestly, it was, because for the most part, Paulo never seemed to be in any serious trouble, and overall, he was controlling the pace of the fight. Especially because he seemed to be the fresher fighter compared to Luke, who after round one seemed exhausted. And the fight looked like it was on its way to what people were anticipating. A one-sided beatdown which would potentially lead to a knockout, something Luke has been experiencing for years now. But to the surprise of many, Luke showed his samurai spirit by making it a fight for Paulo. And at times it got really sloppy, especially by the end when both guys were exhausted. But even when Luke had these moments, Paulo was still okay. There was never a point where I said, oh man, Paulo is in serious trouble. And it showed on the scorecards because by the end, all the judges gave him a 30 to 20. And this win, in my opinion, is huge for Paulo Costa. Because for the past couple of years, his momentum slowed down big time. For a guy who was once a very exciting prospect, a fighter who I thought was going to be Israel's biggest rival for years to come, ended up losing that title fight against Israel in a very one-sided manner. And then after that, he comes back to fight Marvin Vittori. And the fight had to be moved up to light heavyweight because Paulo showed up 25 pounds overweight. And although he had some moments in this fight against Marvin, it just wasn't enough. And then you also have to consider that point deduction because of the eye poke in the second round. Overall, it just did not look good for Paulo, and it was just all crumbling very quickly for him. And even though he was the favorite going into this fight against Luke Rockhold, I still thought there was a lot of pressure on him because had he lost this fight, it would have been horrible. People wouldn't have taken him seriously as a fighter anymore. And although he's been doing a good job staying relevant, by building a presence online and keeping his name in the mix through there, I just don't think it would have survived with another defeat. Because the thing with what Paulo is doing or what any fighter who's partaking in something that puts themselves out there is that it only really works when the fighter is doing good in the cage. Don't get me wrong, it still works even when they're losing, but it's not to the same degree as a fighter who's not only killing it outside of the cage, but also inside it. That energy merged together is what creates stars in my opinion. But if you continue to lose fights while having this online presence that brings a lot of attention, the fighter's reputation will start to become simply just that. People aren't going to take them seriously as fighters anymore if they keep racking up defeats. So that's what I was scared for with Paulo. He was just going to become a social media presence. But luckily, he was able to win this fight and not only win it, but win it in a very entertaining fashion. And that's a thing I do have to give credit to Paulo for. His fights tend to be very fun, and this one with Luke proves that yet again. But I think where he really killed it was after the fight, specifically his interview on the MMA Hour with Ariel Helwani. It was one of the funniest interviews I've seen in a long time. And this was in the mix of Mike Perry being on the MMA Hour, who also makes me laugh a lot. But somehow, Paulo Costa, with limited English and respect to him for trying to learn and become more fluent, he doesn't have to do it, but he's trying to do it to build himself more. And it's working because despite that, he made this interview absolutely memorable. And overall, he seems like a pretty hilarious guy because when they were doing the segment about all the memes on his Twitter page, you can genuinely feel that these posts are coming from him because many were speculating it was a manager doing all this. But the way he was explaining it, you could sense that he has a twisted sense of humor that at times doesn't make sense but 
is just absolutely hilarious. And it's crazy that I'm saying all this because I made a video a couple of months ago about Paulo saying what's happening with him because he was doing the same things online, which was funny at the time as well, but it just didn't have that same traction as now because at the time he was on this two fight losing streak, he was going through some legal issues. And like I said before, it was just all crumbling down. But this win has brought it all back because what makes someone like Paulo so great when he's winning is that he can do it at the highest level against the top guys. Like you can't tell me that you wouldn't want to see him fight Israel Adesanya again just for a pre-fight press conference where Paulo's English is even better than before. It would be absolutely hilarious and even the memes that would be sent would be marvelous. He's not afraid to engage in trash talk or just making fun of other fighters because he doesn't care about the consequences. He knows the attention is good. He says a lot of crazy things and some of them are outlandish to a point where I disagree with them. But sometimes he does it just to a perfect level where it's absolutely hilarious. And when you get characters like these in MMA, it's easy to root for them to climb up to the top just for the sake of seeing their dynamic with other fighters. And that's why I wanted to make this video because right now it seems like Paulo is back on track. Yes, he beat an old Luke Rockhold who hasn't fought in years. But at the same time, in my opinion, I think Paulo put on a performance in that fight that showed he's in the prime of his career and there's no slowing him down right now. It wasn't like, oh man, this fight showed that even Paulo may not be at the same level as before. Personally, I think he's still in his prime and man, the way this guy was looking all week prior to the weigh-ins, I was like, damn, he really got into shape for this one. He lost a lot of weight, but was still very strong. So it just feels like his mindset right now is in a different place, which is very good because most fighters who go through a losing skid like he went through wouldn't be able to bounce back because the pressure may be too much. But I have to give credit for Paulo for not only bouncing back from that, but also doing it in a fun and entertaining way through his social media. But yeah, with all that being said, what do I think is next for Paulo? And to be honest, I personally think he's one fight away from a title fight because I assume he's going to get someone in the top five. And if he defeats them, especially in impressive fashion, it would only make sense to make that rematch with Israel Adesanya if Israel still the champion at that time. And let's start there. Let's say Alex Pereira loses his next fight to Israel Adesanya. I would love to see him fight Paulo afterwards. I feel like that would be such an entertaining fight. So if Paulo wants to wait around to see the result of that fight, then I would say that's the best option. But if it's not Alex Pereira, then I think it should be the winner of Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. That fight is going down next month. And even Paulo has said that he'll be watching that fight because he anticipates that the winner will be his next opponent. And he's right. It makes sense, especially if Robert Whitaker wins. Because if Robert wins, then he'll be in the same situation as Paulo Costa, where they're coming off of one win. And a fight between those two would make for an awesome title eliminator bout. But if Marvin wins, it's going to be hard to find interest in a rematch between those two. The first one was a disaster. And for Marvin, it wouldn't make sense for him to beat Paulo, then beat Robert, and then fight Paulo again. You're going back. Even though Paulo obviously has moved forward because of this win, Marvin has also moved forward with a win over Robert. So that one would be kind of hard to justify in my opinion. But another fight where if either guy wins would be a good option for Paulo is the matchup between Jared Cannonier and Sean Strickland. That'll be going down in October and I also think whoever wins that fight should fight Paulo afterwards. Because like Robert Whitaker, if Robert Whitaker wins his next fight, they'll be in the same position as Paulo coming off of one win. And although I think Jared will win this fight, I wouldn't be upset if Sean won instead. Because Sean does a lot of trash talking 
joking, and so does Paulo. In fact, Sean has spoken trash about Paulo before, and I think they also had a potential matchup in talks at one point. So if the stars align, that matchup would be perfect because imagine the pre-fight buildup to this one. And honestly, I think Sean would be a better matchup for Paulo compared to Jared because I think Jared is a bigger threat. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind a matchup between Paulo and Jared because I know that would be fun as well. But yeah, those are the potential matchups that I see for Paulo next. And overall, he's in a good spot, which is nice to see because it looked like his career was on the decline. But this comeback was huge and I hope he can build some momentum off it because the best version of Paulo Costa is when he's winning outside of the cage and inside of it. But what do you think? Are you a fan of Paulo Costa? And who do you think he should fight next? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.